What's up, my peep? Listen to my daddy, the people's preacher. Deuces! You gotta slow down, that's too fast. This is where all of eternity is headed. All of eternity is headed to this scene. Verse 9, after this I looked, and behold, a great multitude that no one could number from every nation, from all tribes and peoples and languages, just uses every word, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes with palm branches in their hands and crying out with a loud voice, salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. So in the beginning of the Bible, God promises, I'm going to show my blessing, my grace among all the nations. End of the Bible, all nations, all tribes, all peoples, all languages are gathered around the throne of God, singing praises to him for his grace and his glory. That's what the book is all about. I think we, we hear scriptures like this and we start to think, oh, wait, wait, wait. Now this is a mission sermon. And I'm not called to foreign missions, so this is not for me. So let's think about it. I'm not called to foreign missions. As if, as if global missions is an optional program in the church for a couple of people who are called to that. So brothers and sisters, I hope we, we see like global mission, the spread of God's glory to all nations is not an optional program in the church. It's the purpose of Christianity. And we exist as a church to spread the gospel in all the world. Absolutely. We have, we have different callings and vocations. Like, I'm a pastor. You're an accountant. You're a lawyer. You're a consultant. You're a lobbyist. You work this or that job in the government. You're a teacher. You're a stay-at-home mom. You're a student. On and on and on. Sure, we all have different jobs, but God has called and created every single one of us to play a part in the spread of His grace and His glory in the world. Like, from the beginning, that's been His purpose for all of His people. He wants all of his glory known through all of us all over the world, like the whole world. But we say things like, well, my heart's for here. Like, my heart's for my country, like the United States. This, I really have a heart for here. I really have a heart for D.C. Or I really have a heart for my community. We say things like that, but let me just ask the question based on what we've just seen in the Bible. Like, what, what do you think God's heart is for? God's heart's for the world. God's heart is for all nations, all peoples. And, and sure, our country is big, but if we say we've got a heart for our country, then we're saying we have, what, about 5% of God's heart? It's almost like we're proud of that. Surely we want all of God's heart to be our heart. What it do, what it do, it's Friday. You know what that means. It's your boy, the people's preacher, sliding through like a drive through and the goal tonight is to encourage, amen, I'm going to change it up a little bit. So what I'm going to do tonight is um, I got a few of my peoples that I'm going to be calling and we're going to, um, I just trying to get feedback, you know, not so much about the election, who, uh, you know, Biden, Trump, but what does, what the body's seeing right now, what is the body doing right now? Um, you know, what are we, uh, what are we sensing and um, how can we as a country move forward um and we know that a big shout out to my boy for this shirt my story his glory amen and you know i always gotta represent the the solid um kmf los angeles you can catch him on instagram my story his glory amen but good who is who's who's on who's on rafael morales was good salute salute so what we're gonna do tonight is um I always like to share scripture, amen, and um, 
And one of the things that um, the Lord has really been placing in my heart is that, what's up, Sister Ivy? Um, tonight we're going to encourage, we're going to have fun in the Lord. Um, you know what? While I find the scripture, I'm going to play another song because I know we, we, got to, we got to hear some songs, you know what I'm saying? How many guys love music, amen? So this one I, I like. I like this one, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, I like this one. Who likes this one? This is uh, Young Drew, Young Pro Drew, Antoine Hill, Brian T. Here we go. Hmm. Here we go. Big shout out to Young Young Bro. Brother Mondo was cracking. Amen. So, amen. Let's, we're going to get it started tonight in a word of prayer. So go ahead and open up. Uh, uh, go ahead and open up. Um, we're going to go ahead and um, open up in a word of prayer. Amen. Um, for those who need prayer, go ahead and... What's up, Brother Oscar? For those who need prayer, make sure you put your prayer request in the comment section. I might not get to it while I'm on here, but definitely we'll pray for you. Tonight is about encouragement. It's about... Take an evaluation of where we're at as a country, as a body, as a family, as men, as women. And what can we do to be part of the healing process that we know that our country definitely needs? And it starts with us, the body. Amen. So let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, because you're sovereign. And because, Lord, we know that everything works for your honor and your glory. Tonight, Lord, we just want to encourage the body the unbelievers, believers, that Lord, that you're in control, that you have the best, you have the best possible outcome for us, Lord. Lord, we might go through trials and tribulations, ups and downs, but we know that we know that we know that you got us, Lord. And we can, no weapon formed against your body shall prosper. And all things work together for those who love the Lord that are called according to your purpose, Lord. Let tonight be a time of refreshing and renewing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So it is what it is. And so, hey, you know, like I said last week, I don't know if uh, a lot of you guys see my video, but last week it was more... Whoa, what's up with that? Ooh, cool, 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 cool. Oh, oh, no, no. Ah, I, need to, I need to work it. I need to work out. I mean, I, not work. You know what I mean. 
You know, um, last week I talked about prayer, and um, I guess I'm going to... Con- oh, my bad. And that's pretty much, you know, what um, what we need to be doing as men and women of God is praying and believing God for uh, a, 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 move, a mighty move of, of His presence in our community. Um, we're believing God for revival. We're believing God that He's going to have His way. Um, put it this way, regardless who makes it, who who's in the president, who's in the White House in the end of January, God is still in control. God is still doing His thing. So we can be confident in knowing that. Amen. So I wanted to open up, if you can open up your words to, what's up, Sister Martha? Open up your words to um, 1 Timothy chapter 2. And this is something that I'm going to continue to push and push and push. See, I don't pray because I like President Trump. I don't pray for him because I like him. And I do not pray for Biden because I don't like him. Because that's not what it's about. It's about what, what is God telling us in his word. So God tells us in his word in 1 Timothy chapter 2. First of all, then I urge that supplications, prayers, intercessions, intercessions and thanksgiving be made for all people, for kings, and for all who are in high positions, that we may lead a peaceful and quiet life, godly and defined in every way. Ooh, defined. Dignified, my bad. Dignified. What I love about this scripture is the Bible says, he first of all, he says, I urge you. We need an urgency of prayer. Amen. There's an urgency. He urges us for supplications, prayers, and intercessions, and thanksgiving be made for all people. So so what this scripture is saying is we don't just pray for those who bless us. We don't just pray for those that we like. We don't just pray for those that that you know like that are going through it, but we pray for all people. For kings and all who are in high positions, you know what I'm saying? Your bosses, uh, your, 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 we pray for your bosses. We pray for, um, what do you call it, uh, city councilmen. We pray for um, Congress, the Senates, the presidents, the vice presidents. We pray, the Bible says in 1 Timothy chapter 2, for kings and all who are in high pay- positions. So today, we need to lift up everyone Regardless of how we feel. So we need to pray for the Trump family. For the Pence family. For the Biden family. For the Harris family. For all those that that are in high, the Bible says, in high positions. Not, okay, I'm going to pray for Trump. And I pray, I don't pray for Biden because I didn't. No, 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 that's not what we do. Amen. Then it says in verse 3, this is good and it is pleasing in the sight of of God our Savior. That's awesome. Hey, Aunt, hey, sister, Aunt, Helen, cousin, amen, love you, appreciate you. So one of the things it says is, this is good and it is pleasing in the sight of God. As Christians, as Bible-believing men and women of God, our goal is to please the Lord. And the Bible said also to acknowledge Him in all our ways and not to lean in our own understanding. And so what we need to do is this, and then verse 4, who desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. 
Amen. And the truth is, we need to pray. The truth is, is we got to, you know, even in this time. Hey, what's up, Angelo? Even in this time. Uh, how do I say this? Because, you know, I don't want people to think that I'm trashing my views and I, I'm just throwing things out. With the baby with the bathwater. But even if you don't agree with Biden's policies and the things he does, you're, you're, you're biblically mandated to pray for the man of God. To pray because you're a man of God. You're a woman of God. You are biblically mandated to pray for Harris and her family. What's up? What's up, Angelo? We are biblically, say it with me, we are biblically commanded, mandated. We're, we, we, we do that as men and women of God. We don't just pray for Trump because we voted for Trump. We don't just pray for Biden because we voted, voted for Biden. But at this point, we're praying for everyone. Because the Bible instructs us to pray what? For kings and for all who are in high positions. And see, and so what's happening now is people are getting really, really, really caught up in their, in their point of views and, and their positions and their emotions. And as Christians, it seems like there's a, a shift there to where it's like you're beginning to sound hateful. You're beginning to sound not godly. You know, I had a conversation with uh, with a doctor today, specialist. Um, and um, man, that guy blew me out the water. But uh, yeah, you don't debate with people that have like a lot of letters after their name. <laughs> I got I got two and Jr. But anyways. And so what do we do as 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 a as a, as a, as a I don't want to say as a country but yet I yeah as a country but as a group of believers as the body of Christ regardless of what church you go to or what denomination you're from if you believe that Jesus was sent by God through of the virgin Mary lived 30 plus years died on the cross for your sins rose in 3 days then we are on the same side we are on the same team. And that team, at this moment, I can say there's a little, there's some division there. There's division because he voted for him and he voted for him. And what kind of Christian votes for him and what kind of Christian don't vote for him. And, and, and But can we step back for just a second and look at the big picture? What is the big picture? Is that the call of God is still there. God is still God. Souls need to be still talked to. Outreaches need to be, people need to continue to outreach. People, you need to continue to preach the gospel. Continue to show love to thy neighbor. Continue to preach the word. Continue, continue, continue. And how do we do that? We do that together as a body. And so tonight, I want to encourage you, amen, to, um, to be courageous in these times. We're living in times where if you say you're a Christian, they're going to eat you up because you're going to start talking about stuff that people don't want to hear. You're going to start talking about murder. You're going to start talking about, uh, you know, sin. Let's just say sin in general. Anything that's opposite of the Bible is against God. Let's just say that, okay? So we start talking about same-sex marriage. We start talking about abortion. We start talking about murder. We start talking about, uh, you know, adultery and and, and um, drug addiction and and all those things that are keeping people 
in bondage. And people get upset. Oh, now you're judging me. And then on and on and on. And this time, we got to be bold for God. We got to be courageous for God. And so how are we going to move forward as a body if we are scared? Let's just say what it is. We are scared because we don't want to be the bad guy. We don't want to sit at the, at the table by ourselves. We want to be cool and popular. Or is it just me? See, one thing I learned in this next, last month is that people that I thought liked me, they don't. People that said they respected me, they didn't. See, because the Bible says this. Be careful that men speak well of you. And, you know, the other day... I was, I was having a moment with God. I, I felt like a, maybe a moment. I don't know. And I felt like God said, David. I said, God, you know, like, man, all these people are talking smack on me. People are disrespecting me, calling me out, saying some of the most hurtful things, dude. Like, from people I thought that would go to war for me. And then the Lord spoke to me. And he pretty much said, Dave, be careful that men speak well of you. And I was like, man, am I just fooling myself that I'm really standing for God and what is godly? Or am I really just playing the, 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 the fence? Or I'm, you know, I'm good, but I don't really like to offend people. But then I'll offend people when I want to offend people. You know what I mean? Hey, what's up, Brother Lewis? And so in this season, I've learned this, that the closer you get to God... First of all, he begins to deal with you. And then as God begins to deal with your your character flaws, and, and, and God's dealing with my character flaws, little by little, that I because we're not allowing God to fully, fully come in and deal with us, I'm starting to realize that as I strive to do what is godly, I'm not going to be everybody's friend. I'm not going to be the cool guy. I'm going to have to sit on the table by myself sometimes. And so tonight, uh, the goal, the, the question I have for anyone, and if you want to jump on with me tonight, go ahead and request it and we'll jump on and talk. If you have a question, um, I'll do my best to answer it. But this is the thing, is how the body of Christ, we got to set the standard. We got to march together and we got to be on the forefront. I believe, now I ain't no prophet, so I'm not going to prophesy on you, but I believe that we need a supernatural move. We need a move like never before. I'm like, Lord, let us, let revival pop out. Let revival pop out in your in the body. Let us, let us go, let us do, look at the 12 disciples, let us be like those guys and just. Turn the world upside, right side down again. God, use your body to do what has not been done since the disciples. That we would go house by house, by house block by block, city by city, and begin to turn it around, upside down, right side up. America needs a revival. But we know that it starts with us, the body of Christ. How can we move forward 
I, I you know, we need to move forward. And so, you know, I, I just wrote the, a couple of things down. One of the things that um, we're going to have to be is we're going to have to be bold. We're going to have to be courageous. We're going to have to step out. And maybe, just maybe, you won't be the cool guy anymore. You won't be the funny guy, the nice guy, the nice girl, the funny girl, the cool girl at work. You might eat lunch by yourself for the rest of your life. And, you know, these are the five things that I, uh, I'm asking God to do in my life. And maybe in your life as well. Number one, that I will be bold in His Word. That we would be people of His Word and be bold to live it out. That if the Bible says something, we're going to be bold in it. And we're not going to let our feelings, we're not going to let people try to twist God's Word. We're going to stand firm on God's Word and we're going to be bold. Number two, we're going to be bold in prayer. How many times has somebody, God has told you to pray for someone, and you haven't? You come to God all timid. Oh, Lord. Lord, would you bless me? Lord, would you would you save? Lord, no, nah, Lord, I come boldly before your throne, the Bible says. Being bold. Three, worship. That we would be people that worship. And not just worship with words, but our life would be worship. We'd be bold in our worship. You know, uh, not just bold in the church, not just bold in music, but bold in our worship as a lifestyle. Four, that we'd be bold in serving others. That you would, that you're not worried about what people say about your worship by your by you serving others that you're not looking for the next ig post and i'm going to be the first one to say i post a lot of things i do in fact i'm going to do something tomorrow that i'm most likely going to post on ig but let's be bold in how we serve let's be bold let's be willing to serve by yourself Serve when people are looking. Serve when people aren't, aren't, aren't paying attention. And last but not least, let us be bold in our outreach. Now I'm going to say a couple of things and I don't want people to get mad at me, but you're going to get mad at me. I remember in the early 90s, Jay was cracking. Hey Amen. Jay, Mary, you... Jay Mary is watching. Alright, check this out, Jay. You gotta call me, bro. Call me, I'll answer the phone, and we can chit or chat. So I'm gonna say something real quick. And what I'm gonna say, uh, it's not I don't want you guys to think that I'm being prideful. Forgive me if it sounds that way, but I remember in the early 90s, my mom and dad were saved at this church. It was an evangelistic church. It was a church that the everybody might have been... Oh, you're eating a burrito. All right, well, put the burrito down. 
Because God knows you might need to. And let's get it in. <laughs> but check this out. My mom and dad were going to this church. And everybody might have been late, mid-20s, early 30s, whatever. And I remember being with my mom and my stepdad in the streets every day, pretty much of the week. 2 o'clock in the morning on a Friday night. 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night. In different neighborhoods and different gang neighborhoods. There was times where we would walk through neighborhoods and we would have bottles thrown at us. Dudes would cuss us out. I remember one time somebody was throwing eggs from a high rise. And the men and women that were around me with my mom and dad were so courageous, so bold. And I don't know if it was because of the lifestyles they came from. Because remember, in the 90s, that 80s, I remember this. It was some hardcore dudes, gangbangers, killers, prostitutes, dudes. Uh, there was like a move of God. And a lot of people were coming in with some crazy testimonies. You had gang members from the north and the south holding hands during worship. You had blacks and whites praying for each other at the altar. You had women crying with other women. Different nationalities, different cultures, different backgrounds. There was something happening. And then, I don't know if it's social media. I don't know if it was early 2000s. Personally, it seemed like it just dwindled. So I want to challenge you. Be bold and courageous in your evangelism. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I interviewed Brother Pete Rodriguez. Big shout out to Pete Rodriguez, Uptown, Mr. Uptown. He said, you ain't got to be a gangster to read a gangster. I mean, to reach a gangster. <clears throat> you ain't got to be a drug dealer to reach a drug dealer. You ain't got to be a prostitute to reach a prostitute. It's the, the Bible talks about the gospel message is the power. There's power in the message that changes people. You ain't got to do nothing but say it. You ain't got to do nothing but share the message of Jesus Christ, the message of hope and redemption. And that's what breaks it all. You ain't got to be white to reach white people. You ain't got to be black to reach black people. You ain't got to be poor to reach poor people. Some of the craziest dudes I ever knew were white dudes in the neighborhood. So I don't know about you, but it is time for us to be bold in our evangelism. Time for us to be to come out the closet. Stop being scared to talk about Jesus. Stop being fearful to share your testimony. Stop, stop, stop. We need as the church to rise up and say, you know what? Even if I stand on a corner with a sign that says John 3, 16. Even if I pray for just one person today. We have to be bold, bold, bold in our evangelism and our outreach if your church doesn't go to outreach then you go by yourself well my pastor doesn't go i'm not if your pastor don't go so what you don't go you go well the men's home music goes and they go on days i work well then you go when your days are off you go when you feel that when you got time sometimes you're gonna have to do it alone Now is your time to be bold, to be courageous. Get yourself some tracks, some gospel tracks. <clears throat> Get yourself off the phone, off the TV, an hour or two a week. 
I'm not saying you need to stand out there every day, but a, 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 but an hour or two. So that's all I got to say. And so what I'm going to do right now is I'm probably going to call, I'm going to call two people. And if anybody else there, I threw out the challenge, if they wanted to be on, and I'm looking at my texts, and um, nobody's calling me back. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a real quick song, because I love music, and I know you do too. And then from there, um, I'm going to make a phone call to one of the brothers in Christ, and um, we're going to, um, definitely, we're going to cut it up, and uh, <coughs> yeah, we're going to do it. Let's see what we can do. Um, do, 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 do. Here we go. <coughs> My bad. Um, yeah, I like this one. Hey, won't he do it? Mm. Woo. I don't know the mu rights to this music, but I love it. Here we go. All right. Hey. Hey, Sister Laura, if you want to get on and talk with me, requ uh, request me and come on with me. Here we go. Sister Laura, she's coming through. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, all right. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Trying to add her. Trying to add her. Bring her on camera. Bring her on camera. All right. Trying to add her. It says Addy. All right. All right. Okie dokie. Ever, ever, ever. All right, here we go. We're gonna try this one more time. All right, here we go. All right, sister, how you doing? Hey, I'm just trying to encourage the body. I can't hear you. I'm just trying to encourage the body. Amen, amen. So what I want to talk to you about is, um. What do you think that the body, uh, what is it going to take for, you know, we see our country so divided right. right now, you know, with politics, you got COVID, you got all these things going on. What do you think, what is our responsibility at this point as the body? What should we, what should we, we should be, be doing? We should be praying. 
We should right, be praying. Right. I always say that God, thank you for having me. Uh, oh, you, hey, hey, I'll send you the bill later. <laughs> Brother, I'm going to send you the bill, okay? Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> okay, so I believe in this time right now that God, uh, the government didn't quarantine us and they didn't shut us down. I believe God said enough's enough and he shut us in. See, there's a difference. Ooh, come on. See, in the, in the old right. church, you know, because we can't say black anymore. So in the old church, what they used to, okay, what they used to do is they would have shut-ins. See, we don't know nothing about that. Okay. The millennials, they don't know nothing about that. And, and they would shut. Okay, the right? all-nighters. No water. You, you had the bathroom, and that was it. You didn't have no food. And you just went before God and you laid out before the Lord. And I, and I believe Man. that the church today should take advantage of that. Because God, I don't believe he's, he's playing anymore. You know, I, we, were, we have been living in his permissive will. Doing what Ooh, we want to do. We complain, oh, we got to wear a mask in the church. Well, that didn't stop you. That, that didn't, you know, it didn't bother you before. Oh, come on. <laughs> Some of y'all been wearing one since Please. day one. And then, and then they said, well, uh, you know, well, I go to church, but you posting drinking and you posting you at the party, you be dressing better up at the bar than you do church. Mm. Oh, now you now you're gonna get offend oh, people. Well, you know what? Let me you're just say, feathers. Let me just say, I hope I offend the hell right out of them. Oh, come on, come See, on, come we on. got too many preachers sugarcoating the gospel. You want sugarcoated? Go buy a donut. <laughs> you want fluff? That's it. Starbucks. You want cotton candy? Wait for the carnival. You know, so the rest of the clowns <laughs> can be around you. But, but you from that old school. You from the old school. You know school. what? I'm Pentecostal. I am filled with the Holy Ghost. And and, and, and every so often, uh, he comes out. See, I'm not right, the candy right. man. I didn't come to make your world taste good. The I Bible says <laughs> to compel them. Pastor right. Sam Sr. used to give us this example compel grab them by the shoulder and get them in there compel your kids mm. to come to church see the the thing is that we have become a nation that is spoiled yes and yes, now definitely. we're spoiled rotten to where now we have a stench mm. and it ain't a sweet savor in the lord's nostril anymore Ooh, come and, on. And see, these things are happening because we as a nation are living as churchians and not Christians. And and I don't, I heard you say that the other day. That yeah, was good. I like to repeat myself, brother. <laughs> sometimes hey, Sometimes, sometimes you got, you got to. to. I like that. Like, say that again. Sometimes, you know, we're living like churchians and not Christians. Ooh, like Lizzie, on, my, on, my little girl, my baby, she said, because, you know, ain't nobody can see you on there, but but she says, come on, mama, 
Say it again for the people in the back. <laughs> <laughs> ah, people are uh, people are saying this is now. This girl said, uh, Sister Desiree said, uh, let me let me get her. She said, um, some people don't teach their children about Jesus Christ. How important it? Because I know that you know you you have kids. We're about to say, how important is it to teach your children about Jesus? Um, when they're young. Well, the word of God says to train up your child in the way they will go. It's not specific if it's a worldly child or a, or a church brought up child. It says to train up your child in the way they will go. Now, if you train them up in the world, guess what? They're going to serve the world. But if you train them up in the things of the Lord, they're not going to depart from it. However you train your kids, they're not going to depart from it. So, in, in, you know, we had rioting, looting, and, and, and I saw this one lady. She saw her son, and he's tearing things up. And she went up to him, and she said, you're coming home. And he pulled away from her. And she mm. got him with the chunk line. She started whooping on him. I didn't raise you like that. <laughs> you know, the, 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 the sad thing is, when my kids were little, I told them, I would rather discipline you as your mother. And you listen and you learn from it. Because if you don't, then the cops are going to discipline you. You know, we we have to train up our children, and it's still not too late. It's not too late. It's it's so important to let your kids know that Jesus Christ loves you. And if you do get away from God, you can come back. You mm, know, he on. doesn't lock the door on you. Jeremiah 33.3 says... <clears throat> Call upon me. He don't say my line is busy. He he's not on video games, and I don't got time for you right now. You know, when you call upon the Lord, He's gonna show you great and mighty things. And then He says the funny thing is, I I will answer you. Mm. All right. So it's it's you know what. It's very important for us to raise our children in the things of the Lord. It's detrimental for us and, not to. And we spoke about we spoke about prayer earlier. Um, one of the things uh, I think, uh, you know, people say, you know, uh, we want God to to intervene, but we're not praying. We want we want God to fix our country, but we kick them out of everything. Come on now. And so, uh, at this point, what, what encouragement can you give to those that that are a little weary right now, a little, um, a little uncertain about the times? Well, I believe that every every um, decade changes. the The decades change from fashion, music, of. Uh, mm -hmm cars and um, encouraging 
just to continue serving God, continue to seek the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your might. Because when you give God your all, you're not involved in other stuff. And, mm, and, I, on, and I believe on. that right mm. now it is, it would be a detriment to us as Christians to continue to walk away from the very thing that keeps us together. See, we're, we're messed up as a people. And, and we have pieces that, that only God, God is that glue, if you will, that keeps our pieces together. Because once you let go of God, you ain't got a chance. You're going to fall into the things of the world. So I would encourage all of you guys out there, continue to serve God. Seek his face while he may be found. And, and you know, he's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. He's never going to let you down. He will be the supply. He has names. He said that I'm Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He Come says, on. I am Jehovah uh, Shalom, your peace. He said, I'm Jehovah Shalom. I'm Jehovah, uh, um, I, what's the other one? No, Rafa, your healer. He's all inclusive. There ain't nothing uh, missing from God. He is everything that we have need of. And, and so, you know, just call on him. He's only a Amen. prayer away. Don't, don't be like the churches Amen. where, where um, I know I'm going to hear it from some pastors, you know, I love you. But there was, there was this <laughs> man, you know, a little dirty. He was a little smelly. And he was sitting in front of the church steps crying. The doors were closed, but you could hear the music. Here comes Jesus walking down the street. And he says, my son, because Jesus knows everything. He just wants to know what. He says, why are you crying? He goes, you know, Jesus, I know I smell. I know I don't look nice. I don't have nice clothes and stuff. He goes, but I've been trying to get into this church and they won't let me in. Jesus hugged him and said, but don't, don't, you know, they don't <laughs> let me in either. I, I, I seen that one coming. <laughs> you know, Amen. we have to be open. There, there's a lot of hurting people out there, you know, and, and, and we just got to, we got to stand strong and firm in the Lord and not be swayed either way. Amen. Amen. Cause he loves us. He loves us. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. You know, you're, you're, you're out there swinging, man. And that's what we need. We, we don't need these mamsy-pamsy ministers. Oh, everything tastes good. No, it don't. <laughs> you know, we got to tell the truth. Enough, enough of covering stuff up, man. There's, a, there's this thing that they put on the cakes. It's called, I believe it's called marzipan. And it ain't even frosting, mm -hmm. brother. It's this layer that they put, make it look nice and smooth. That's what we'd be doing to the gospel. Oh, come on. 
Come you on. know? You know, because Jesus died on the cross so you can live your That's best right. life and get everything you want. All we need is, is, is salvation. Some need healing. Most of us need direction. We're no better than anybody else. We're in the church house because we all needed Jesus. Come on. And, and so you get out from under the umbrella and then you wonder why the rain got you. Mm, come on. But let me just say, like the prodigal son, the father's waiting for us to come home. Amen. And, and, Amen. and it's whatever time, night or day, he's waiting. And he'll restore us and he'll, he'll love us still. He don't point our, his finger at us. Amen. So, yeah. Amen. Well, I appreciate your time, Sister oh, you. Prophet, Deacon, thank Elder. Um, amen. Would you uh, close this? Uh, well, I'm going to close this uh, conversation with a word of prayer, and then I'll probably bring somebody else amen. on as well. Um, do you want me to pray? Yes. Precious yes. Father, we just thank you for this time. We thank you, Father God, because there are avenues that you allow, like Facebook and 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 um, Instagram, Lord, and YouTube, where you have opened avenues for for those that know your word, that those uh, evangelists and prophets and and teachers, Lord, that will go out there and and be ever so bold to proclaim your word, Father God. We just thank you. We thank you for tonight. We thank you for Brother. Uh, David Mendoza, Father God, we thank you for this ministry, Lord. Many, many will see it just as a, 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 a Facebook, but this is ministry to your people. And I'm asking, Father God, that you grow it. You grow it, Father God, because he's good ground. And so, Lord, if there's anybody out there hurting, any sick, I ask that you just minister to them right now, Lord. And we thank you to do it, Father God. You're faithful and you're true. And we bless your name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, sis. I appreciate you. Thank you very, Love very you. much. On, on, on the download, I'm a little scared of you. So I just let you know right now. Hey, maybe you could come on my Hey, you. Ah, hey, you, Sister Rose. A um, uh, couple other ladies in the church, you know. But yeah, amen. Yes. One day. Yes. Anytime you come on, I'll bring amen. you on, brother. Hey. Let's do it. Let's double team the devil that tag team. All right. Come on. Well, thank you again for having me. All I right. love thank you. you. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Bye. Anyway. Amen. Well, hey, that's old school Pentecostal slap you with the same hand that I pray for you. So I'm going to end this and we're going to jump on for part two. I'm going to make a couple phone calls 